Assalamu alaikum. Welcome to Urdu Seat. This is episode number 13. I'm your host, Shireen. Today, we're going to do something a little different. I have with me Leah, all the way from Germany. If you recall, in a recent past episode, Leah mentioned that she will soon be marrying a Pakistani and would love to learn Urdu to be able to better connect with his family. Welcome to the podcast, Leah. Super excited to do this with you. Thank you, Shireen. I'm also excited to be on the show. I was really happy to find your podcast as I've been looking for a good way to learn proper Urdu grammar for a long time. It's not a popular language to learn and I really love the idea of a global classroom or a global community. Thank you. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm trying to develop. I really hope this inspires other listeners to also send us a voice message or connect with us in any way. That reminds me. I've created a survey that asks a few questions about why you listen to Urdu Sikhye and about your opinion on this show. I would greatly appreciate it if you took a few minutes to take the survey. It'll help me better understand how many people are listening and what you expect from the show. Please keep in mind that I do this all in my free time and I'm not getting paid. I just really enjoy learning Urdu and, more importantly, connecting with others who also enjoy learning it. So I would love to hear from you. With that, let's get to today's topic. Leah, do you want to share what we will be discussing today? Sure. So as you said, today's format is going to be different from the usual format because I want to better connect with my fiancé's family, whom I mostly speak to over the phone or Skype. There are often certain phrases that I wish I knew how to say, so today's phrases will be focused on long-distance communication. So today you'll learn how to say the following in Urdu. How is everyone doing? I can't see you or you are not visible. Can you say that again? You got cut off or you got disconnected. Your voice is choppy or you are getting cut off. I don't want to offend you but or I understand what you are saying but. And we will have to agree to disagree. So we're going to jump right into part three. We'll discuss the Urdu phrases, the translation, and grammar all together. Our first phrase is Aap nazar nahi a rahe hain and it means you are not visible. To literally say I can't see you, you would say Main aapko nahi dekh sakti. Main aapko nahi dekh sakti. Initially, when I started to translate I can't see you into Urdu, I had a bit of trouble. Usually, I try to translate exactly word for word. But when I did that with the sentence I can't see you, the exact translation is Main aapko nahi dekh sakti. But if you were to say Main aapko nahi dekh sakti to someone in Urdu, they would think that something was wrong with you, like there was a problem causing you to be unable to see them. Oh, as in maybe they are blind? Exactly. The assumption is that something is wrong on your end. It's weird because when you think about the same sentence in English, the context doesn't carry over. In Urdu, if we use main aapko nahi dekh sakti, which we know means I can't see you, that sentence just has other meanings associated with it. So if we say, main aapko nahi dekh sakti, it could also be, 
like you said, maybe I'm blind or maybe I'm forbidden to see this person. I'm just not allowed. Oh goodness, I have probably lost everyone by now. No, I'm still following. But for the listeners, just remember, aap nazar nahi aari hai is what you would say to someone you are speaking to over Skype or WhatsApp and you can't see them. That's right. And of course, you would say that to a woman. What if you were speaking to a man, Leah? Then you would say, aap nazar nahi aarehe hain. Exactly. Leah, let's say that you and I are video chatting and I tell you, aap nazar nahi aarehe hain. Then you do whatever you have to do to get yourself back into the frame to be visible. I imagine as you try to get yourself back in the frame, you might ask, how about now? Or, can you see me now? Right. It's easy to say how about now in Urdu. You would just ask ab, which means now. Or to make it a more complete question, I would ask ab nazar arihu. And ab nazar arihu means am I visible now? And if you are a guy asking this, you would say ab nazar arahu. Exactly. And you'll likely not use the informal tone with your in-laws. But maybe you might speak to someone either your age or younger. How would you say aap nazar nahi aarahi hain in the informal tone? Oh yes, I definitely see myself using the informal tone. That would be tum nazar nahi aarahi ho if you're speaking to a woman and tum nazar nahi aarahi ho if you're speaking to a man. So basically, we would change the ap to tum and the formal he turns to ho. That's exactly right. Okay, let's move to our next phrase, which is, Can you say that again? You got cut off. Let's start off with the word that means to repeat. Leah, do you know how to say again or repeat in Urdu? Dobara. Exactly. So how would I say... Say that again. Dobara kehe. Dobara kehe. And if you remember from previous episodes, the en ending is used to indicate politeness. It's as if we're saying please. So, dobara kehe is the polite way of saying, can you say that again? Or please repeat. Let's move to the phrase, you got cut off. So this won't be a direct translation. In Urdu, I often hear people saying, Aapki awaaz kat gai. Aapki awaaz kat gai. Can you translate that, Leah? Sure. I know that kahe is a request. It means speak or say. And aapki is the possessive adjective meaning yours. And I take it kat gai means got cut off. What does awaaz mean? Well, if you had to guess, what would you guess? Something got cut off. This word isn't present in the English sentence, so it is a bit tricky. Hmm. Is Ava's voice? Exactly. So what's the full sentence then? Dubara kehe apki Ava's cut gay. Dubara kehe apki Ava's cut gay. Excellent. And gai is the verb we tack on to the end to indicate a completed action in the immediate past. Her voice 
just got cut off. So we say, aapki avaz kat gai. Notice how the word kat ends. Leah, do you know which letter the word kat ends in? I'm going to guess that it doesn't end in te. It likely ends in te. That's exactly right. So it's not kat, it's kat. So it's that hard T sound. Can we get another example with gay? Sure. Um, let's say the bus just left. Then I would say, bus chali gai. Bus chali gai. I thought the verb chalna means to walk. Yes, that's true. But it also means to leave or to go. If you and I were at a party and you were ready to leave, you could simply say to me, chale. And chale means shall we leave or shall we go? Aha, another very useful word to know. <laughs> totally. So let's return back to voice. Let's say that the person's voice on the other end keeps getting cut off. Maybe the internet connection's weak. Then you'd want to say, your voice is choppy, as in it's being heard in bits and pieces. Yes, that happens sometimes. Let me take a shot at this. To say your voice keeps getting cut off, we would say, aapki avaz kat kat ke aare hai. Aapki avaz kat kat ke aare hai. Perfect. In Urdu, we often repeat the same word twice, pretty fast, like kat kat. Hmm, let me think of another example of words that are repeated twice. Here's one, bar bar. And it means again and again. Oh, yes. That's a great example because it's often repeated twice in English, too. You'll hear people say again and again. For example, if I wanted to say, He tells me again and again that I am late. I would say, Wo mujhe baar baar kehta hai ke mujhe der ho gai. Wo mujhe baar baar kehta hai ke mujhe to learn the word-by-word -word translation for this sentence, please download the free handout from our website. I have another one. Kabi kabi. And kabi kabi means sometimes or now and then. I'm pretty sure if you said the word just once, it still means the same thing, but in Urdu, certain words are just repeated. They totally are. Okay, let's move to the next sentence. It's always important to be able to say this to anyone, really, but especially to someone you're getting to know and you're hoping to develop a long-term relationship with. So the phrase is, I don't want to offend you, but... After spending a lot of time trying to get the exact translation for this sentence, I kind of gave up. It's the word offend that has me stuck. So I invite all listeners to please visit the website and go to the page of this episode and suggest alternative ways to say any of these phrases. Okay, so my fiancé shared with me a slightly different sentence that expresses the same thing. And he suggested I say it like this. Let's say we wanted to express the idea, I see your point of view, but... So in Urdu, I would say... Main Samaj rehi hun, aap kya kena cha rehi hain, lekin? The translation of 
मैं समझ रही हूँ आप क्या कहना चाह रही हैं लेकिन इज आई अंडरस्टैंड वट यू आर ट्राइंग टू से बट एंड इफ आई वॉन्ट टू रिमूव द ट्राइंग टू से एंड ओनली से आई अंडरस्टैंड वट यू आर सेंग बट दैट वुड बी मैं समझ रही हूँ आप क्या कह रही हैं राइट दैट्स एग्जैक्टली राइट Let's give an example of a phrase we would add after the but. Yes, so I have asked my fiance about this a few times and here's what he came up with. Main samajh rahi hu aap kya keh rahi hain lekin hum mutafiq hain ke hum dono is baat pe ek jaisi rai nahi rakh sakte hain. Ooh, this is definitely a little more intermediate. But that's okay. So what does hum muttafiq hain ke hum dono is baat pe ek jaisi rai nahi rakh sakte hain mean? It means we can both agree that we cannot agree on this topic. We can also phrase this as a question. Kya hum muttafiq hain ke hum dono is baat pe ek jaisi rai nahi rakh sakte hain? That means Can we both agree that we will not agree on this topic? Exactly. Let's take a look at this in parts. Muttafiq hona means to agree or to be on the same page. So if I say ham muttafiq hain, it means we agree. If you recall, when kya is added to the beginning, it can behave as a question indicator, which is exactly what's happening here. Kya hum muttafiq hain? Right. Kya hum muttafiq hain means do we agree or are we on the same page? K here means that. So if I say hum muttafiq hain k, it translates to we agree that and then we start the next clause. Okay, so as a subject of the next clause, we have hum dono, which means both of us hum means we or us and dono means two or both so hum dono means both of us now the next part of the sentence is is baat which translates to this topic baat here means a topic or subject what about pe Pe is a postposition, meaning on. Postpositions in Urdu behave just like prepositions in English do. This is probably my favorite difference of Urdu compared to English or German. Very characteristic. So, is baat pe would be translated literally as on this topic. But I would say about this topic is a little more accurate. Gotcha. And in previous episodes, we have discussed the demonstrative pronoun is and is means this okay so so far we have hum mutafiq hain ke hum dono is baat pe so we agree that the two of us about this topic what comes next ek jaisi ek jaisi means the same rai means opinion And 
Rai rakhna means to have an opinion. So, ek jesi rai means the same opinion and ek jesi rai rakhna means to have the same opinion. Right. But in our sentence, we are saying we cannot hold the same opinion. It's ek jesi rai nahi rak sakte hain. If you recall, the verb sakna means can or to be able to. So because we are using the pronoun hum, we would use the verb sakte. Hum nahi rak sakte. That's right. Hum nahi rak sakte literally means we cannot keep it or we cannot hold it. So applied to our example, what is it that we cannot hold, Shireen? We cannot hold the same opinion. Again, the whole sentence is hum muttafik hain ke hum dono is baat pe ek jaisi rai nahi rak sakte hain. And this means we are in agreement that we cannot have the same opinion. And added to the first part of the sentence, I understand what you are saying, but it becomes... Oh God, brace yourselves, this is a long one. Here goes nothing. Main samaj rahi hoon aap kya keh rahi hain, lekin hum mutafik hain ke hum dono is baat pe ek jaisi rai nahi rak sakte hain. Nice, you did it. <laughs> so I also asked the Urdu Sikhiye Facebook and Instagram communities about how to say agree to disagree in Urdu. And several people wrote back with the same response, which was, Hum ikhtalafe rai par ittafaq karte hain. So I'm going to say that again. Hum ikhtalafe rai par ittafaq karte hain. Because this is definitely on the advanced side for me, I tried looking it up and apparently, ikhtalafe rai which I'm not even sure if I'm saying it correctly, but ikhtalaferai means disagreement. And I believe ittifaq karna means the same as muttafiq hona, which is to agree. So hum ikhtalaferai par ittifaq karte hain means we agree to disagree. I definitely see myself more likely to use the sentence you provided because it's just easier. Same. Don't you think, though, that it's still not the whole escape from an uncomfortable topic? I mean, after saying we agree to disagree, everyone will just stare at each other awkwardly, right? <laughs> Good point. So I guess we could add a little segue and suggest let's leave this topic or let's just forget about this. All right. And how would you say that? Topic, I think, is mosu in Urdu. Yes, topic is definitely mozu, but I think that's a bit advanced, at least for me. I'm going to take us to a very conversational territory. If I wanted to say, let's forget this topic, I would say, chore in baton ko. Chore in baton ko. The verb chorna means to leave. And you can hopefully tell 
we've added the eh ending. So it's the polite way of saying, leave it. In is a demonstrative pronoun, and it means these. And finally, earlier we said bat means topic or subject. So baton is the plural way of saying bat. So chore in baton ko means forget these topics. Basically, forget about this or let's just leave it. Even though it's very conversational, it can be said in a formal tone, which is exactly what we did. That's so cool. Can we put all of it together once? Of course. So if you want to say, I understand what you're trying to say, but we agree that we're just not going to have the same opinion on this topic. Let's just leave it. So to say that, you would say, I think in all the episodes that I've ever done, I don't think I've ever had such a long sentence. So thank you for that, Leah. <laughs> so I definitely see myself using this sentence, even though it's quite long. I'll just learn it off by heart. I already had one uncomfortable conversation about vegetarianism, and I really didn't know how to get out of it. They just love their meat. <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. I've got a few of those in my family too. Okay, so... Oh, and you also wanted to know how to say, how is everyone doing? To say, how is everyone doing? You would say, sab log kaise hain? Sab log kaise hain? Or simply, sab kaise hain? What do you think sub means? Mm, all or everyone? Exactly. So it's similar to asking just one person, aap kaise hain? But instead, now we replace aap with sab. Sab kaise hain? Ya sab log kaise hain? And I know log means people. That's right. I'm trying to think of other questions that express the same idea. My mom often asks, Kya hal chal hai? Which also means, what's happening? So that's all for this episode on long-distance communication and misunderstandings. Remember, if you know of other ways of saying any of the phrases we covered today, please be sure to share that on either our website or our social media pages. And be sure to complete the survey, which is also on our website. Leah, how do you say thank you in German? Dankeschön or vielen Dank for having me on your podcast. It was such a pleasure. Ha! The reason I was asking was so I can say Dankeschön for joining me and all the time you gave to this effort. It was so much fun to do this with you. I hope we can do this again soon. Me too. Permilinge. Kudafis. <laughs>